yourself lucky to have fallen in love with a girl. The city and the river of mud. Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. Our campaign is entitled Crescent City Nights, and Kurt LeBlanc is our GM. This is episode eight, and our recap will be given by Kim Smeltzer. So without further ado, commence notre voyage dans la ténèbre. Kim? Dear Uncle Nestor, I know how you are always telling me that I should go and get myself a husband. Well, it seems one has now found me. He is, I doubt you would prove of him though. He is a pirate and a scoundrel. <clears throat> he came from out of nowhere and he swept me off my feet. He is very mad for me. At first I thought he had me confused for another woman, but he is very insistent. I don't know if I can, I don't know if I can resist his, um, arms. We are desperate to get to the church and speak to a woman named Mother Santiago who may be able to help us. I don't know how this will turn out. He has disappeared for the moment, but my heart tells me that he will be back. We'll have to let you know what happens. Love, Rose. P.S. Can you send me some more salt? Cool. All right. Very cool. Um, so uh, as we left last time, we had just had a, a ter- terrifying, harrowing encounter with, uh, with the Blackheart that, uh, who, who disappeared when being hit by a trolley car, a streetcar named Desire. Um, and, uh, and you guys were headed towards St. Louis Cathedral a couple of blocks away. Uh, you had Alice with you who took a terrible fright uh, during the fight. Some of you were, some of you were, were, were badly hurt. Um, are we still making our way to the cathedral? We'll, we'll pick up right where we left off. I'll turn it over to you guys. Yeah, I for one, I'm going to be heading towards the church. I believe I was helping Rose, and I think there was one other person. Uh, mm-hmm. who Alice? I, yeah, Alice, that's right. Um, so I was helping those two make their way towards the cathedral as well. Yep. So Alice is just ver- still very hysterical. Um, she's just trying to g- regain her wits about her. Um, she's vacillating between crying and 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 just trying to shut it all out. Um, but she she is uh, on her feet and moving. And I, I believe Greg and I, and, I mean, sorry, uh, uh, John, Jerry, I, and uh, Chef uh, had just dodged the the trolley. We were trying to get Chef. You dove out of the way just in time, um, like falling onto the onto the cobblestone street right as the streetcar passed by. So you guys are are limping, and we're we're trying to get to the church now. Following, yeah, yeah. Some some of you that that took damage in the fight, you you feel like you're you're badly cut or bleeding if you're in the path of of his sword, but as you start to kind of feel the immediate danger might be passed, um, not knowing if he's coming back and, and you start to look at yourself, you're not bleeding, but you, you do feel like you're cut if you were 
if you were hit by his sword. So it's more a pain thing. It's just the pain's there. Yeah. Yep. And as we, uh, I'm definitely feeling it. Yeah, you took a you took a pretty nasty <clears throat> swipe from the sword. And uh, as you guys head into the cathedral, the doors are open all night. This is a, a place where, where people are welcome. And this is what the inside of the cathedral looks like. Wow. As you head in, it is nice. It is very opulent. Um, you don't see anyone. There's no, no priest on duty. It is pretty late at this point. Um, there there's a, might be a couple people in the in the pews just uh, kneeling and praying or, or sitting and, and reading from the you know reading their Bible, um, just kind of taking sanctuary of some form or another, but uh, more, more or less the church is empty. Can somebody remind me of why we were going here? To get away from the pirate. Yeah, it's a place of safety. We we assume anyway. Oh, okay. We know that when the bells ring, he disappears. So that was one of those facts that came up, I think, last time. Mm-hmm. So you guys are inside now, so you can kind of kind of collect yourselves or or do whatever you would like. We probably make a lot of noise when we come in. Just there's people in there that probably turn around and notice us. Yeah, if anyone, did it, I don't know if anyone, I don't remember if anyone took a lot of sanity damage. Um, Alice, ha- having never really encountered anything like this before, um, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely sobbing and, and still pretty hysterical. And then she starts hanging on to Chef, you know, just really, really clutching your Chef for, for safety. We'll be all right, Alice. I don't know what that was, but we're safe now. Oh, Jason, it was, it was terrible. Hold me. Oh me! <laughs> the only thing is, I was about to ask if I could perform first aid on myself, but now I got Alice hanging on my arm. It's making things a little difficult. Well, what kind of first aid would you like to perform? <clears throat> You're saying there's no actual physical wounds, so I'm wondering if I'm even able to do first aid. Like, there's nothing really, like there's no bandaging up or anything like that, is there? Well, what you see, um, were you hit by the sword or were you kind of grappling? I think it was both, because I think I, I took a total of about five hit points, so I'm about halfway right now. Yeah. If, if you were at a... Okay, so you took some hit points and you took some constitution damage as well? Constitution and dex. I don't remember why the dex, if that was because I got wounded. The dex, I think, was still from your... That was, was your back from your leg injury, right, when you were shot? Yep. Okay. So yeah, you can kind of inspect yourself and, and Alice will continue to kind of hang on you. Um, any part where you actually uh, were, like came into contact with the ghost's body, let's say maybe if you guys were kind of grappling and, and, and your flesh was exposed, you would almost see like a, a black print, almost like a burn, mm. but it's not a burn. There doesn't seem to be any, any actual flesh damage, but there isn't an outline of fingers or Something like a bruise, kind of like a bruise, yeah. But it, but other than you know where you might have hit the street or something like that, you're not you're not cut from where you got hit with the blade. Mm-hmm. Um, but but it does feel like you are. Like it, as you go to first aid, you you expect to feel to have to patch up a a, a blade wound. Mm-hmm. Well, my friends, uh, as insane as it sounds, I think we encountered a ghost, black. Uh, 
Blackheart, a ghost. Is there a thing nearby with holy water in it? Oh yeah, can, yeah, like, yeah that's for sure. Every every uh, either side of the door. Yeah, out. beyond it, beyond like let's say the picture that you saw looking into the church before you walked into that door, there was kind of an antechamber that would have had like the candles, the holy water. You know, so so I'm wondering if we couldn't maybe try to apply some holy water to ourselves. Yeah, you dip your feet. To our, our wounds that don't seem to be there. Cross yourself. I'm just picturing Chef going up to the bowl and like wondering where the soap is. <laughs> just plunge your face in. Yeah, I'm just gonna dip my gun in. No. <laughs> <laughs> you can you can certainly do that, and you can decide based on the level of your faith. Uh, how much better it makes you feel. Um, I'm completely healed. <laughs> Yay. So there's not, not, water's not, a, water's not a, necessarily a game effect in the moment. Uh, you know, you placebo effect. What comfort you take in doing so. Um, five minutes ago, I didn't believe in ghosts. Like, and, Al- and Alice says, that's, that's finally she, you know, she, she's able to articulate, that's him, that, that's I, I just know it is. That's the, the man from my dreams. He seemed to know Rose as well. What we have here is some sort of an evil spirit. As crazy as that sounds. But well, he's what certainly we, not a nice one. What have we experienced in the last few months? We've seen voodoo, zombies, now ghosts. What's next, goblins? And, and Alice says, I, I, I think, I think it's a door was right. I, I don't, I don't know what else to do. I think we, I think we should see Mother Santiago. Well, who is Mother Santiago? Where do we find this woman, Alice? We can, we can go with with Isidore tomorrow. So it is Saturday night. Tomorrow would be Sunday. Um, Mother Santiago, Alice had told you before, is the is oh, that's the, right, yes, deacon at at Isadora's church. Yes, Isadora seems to. So Alice says Isadora believes that Mother Santiago is able to c- communicate with spirits. Well, maybe we can find out how to how to help the girl, this, this Jeanette. What time is it right now? Now it's about. 11, a little after 11 p.m. I don't think I'll be sleeping tonight. I'm honestly thinking about just staying here tonight. Will you, will you all, if you want, you can, you can all stay with me tonight. I have, I have extra rooms. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure I want to walk out the doors of the church. Yeah, I think I'd rather stay in the church tonight. So, so what time is it around? 11 o'clock. Yeah. I don't want to leave um well should do you think we should we should stay here till till morning well unless you want to risk getting out of here but that thing whatever it was i'd be surprised if it could come in here it was it was terrible hold me jason <laughs> you scared me <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> I have a question for Alice and Rose. Um, when when 
when that thing first appeared to us, he, he said three words. He said, she is mine. And I'm looking at you two and I'm wondering, did either of you notice who he was looking at? Hmm. Good question. I assumed he met me. I did too, but now I'm wondering because you both were there and I know originally Alice had the nightmares and then it kind of shifted in to focus on you, Rose. So I'm just curious, did you did you notice that specifically? Was he looking at you when he said that? And I guess that's I don't know. Do you think he he, he came for me tonight? Was he here for me? Does he wanna to to to, to take me to the, the place from the dreams? Does he does he does he wanna take me to, to hell? I don't think he wants me. Uh, Are you uh, sure? Because I would accept that answer. I think uh, he was a pirate. He could have one of the other pirates any time that he wanted. Um, I, I think, okay, this is crazy because I, I, I only know, you know, the stories and stuff like that that we tell each other. What if he's just confused? What if he thinks that you are uh, Jeanette? And he just doesn't see anything but Jeanette when he looks at either you or Alice. He's... Well, we did try to tell him that Jeanette was dead. We did. Try to tell him that he was dead. Maybe, maybe that's it. You have to convince him that he's dead before he can move on to wherever he needs to go. Um, I, I don't understand. There's more to this story than we're missing. Uh, he's a freaking pirate. Uh, pirates, you know, uh, uh, abduct women and rape them. Uh, why would he be so fixated on some girl from from the town? I mean, he could have just picked another girl. He acts like he's obsessed with this girl. How did he die? Do we know how he died? He was hanged, wasn't he? The research that you saw, uh, Kim, I just sent you a message. Um, the research that you saw uh, said that he was finally, he was run out of town by the, in, by the English, uh, who then seized his ship and he was later caught and hanged. So, this is crazy. This is crazy. I'm trying to make sense out of a crazy, bizarre situation. I'm going to go look out the door and see if he's waiting for us. And I'm just, I'm going to do that. I'm just going to walk over and look out the door. I'm going to head towards the front of the church and sit down in one of the pews. I have another question. Does Rose and Alice look similar to one another? Um, no. Okay. No, uh, Rose, you 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 have uh, dark hair, right? I'm trying to think of your character picture. Jeez, oh, I can't remember. I think she's blonde. Um, I was just wondering if it was like somebody mentioned that maybe he thought you were Jeanette. So if Jeanette and Alice and Rose all look the same, maybe that would 
be the confusion, but I don't, I'm trying to apply logic to something that's illogical. That's, that's just it. I mean, do ghosts really have eyes that they can see with, or is it just a spirit moving? It's just an echo of life. I, uh, this Yet they've made their way into our dreams somehow. Not only that, but I have physical marks from that thing. So I, 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 was, I mean, I, was gonna say, arm. I, I don't think this is a typical ghost. I believe they're called poltergeists when they get to that point. What if it's, you know, I've heard, I've heard people say that if you convince yourself in a dream that you're hurting, that you've been hurt, that you can wake up with bruises and that it's, it has to do with your brain tricking your body. Um, could it be that, that our brains are tricking our body? Um, I don't know. Um, we can sit here and chat about this all night long, but unless something happens, we could skip ahead to the morning. Are you, well, are you going to the door? Yeah, I've gone to the door to, okay. to look. You go, well, you go to the door. When you open the door, there's a couple of things happening at this point. You go to the door. When you open it, the fog has... So you open the door, peek out. You notice the fog has thickened. And in, in the fog, there is some, some, there is some light, um, but you see... Two, what you actually see now, it's coming through the fog. There's two figures that are coming towards, walking towards the entrance of the church. And they are, I guess, the best, uh, uh, the best uh, word for it would be shambling. They are. Oh, oh shambling. I, I, I close the door and I hold it like this. I say, guys, I think we got some shamblers coming at us. Rose, get the salt. Salt. <laughs> so right, right before you close the door, one of, you hear one of them yell, "Y'all come on down to the Bourbon Street bow, y'all!" And then they both start laughing. They're speaking some alien, foreign language. I don't want to know. It's, it's the <laughs> devil's language. No, no. I think I know those guys. Those are uh, probably just a couple of patrons of mine. Had a little too much to drink. <laughs> and I'm like, you come here and hold the door. <laughs> <laughs> now, is that happening? Uh, Kim, you, 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 there is a, a, a girl that was in the, one of the pews near the front of the church, and, and you, by the back of her head, you don't know why, but she somehow seemed familiar. And so as you told the group that you were going to go up there and sit, uh, as you get closer, she turns her head, and it is Jeanette. And she says, save me. And then she screams, save me! And then she disappears. I turned did you to hear that? Did you see that? Did you not hear or see anything? Other than what you saw at the front door. Uh, Leon was at the front door. Um, the rest of you saw Rose go towards an empty pew and then stop in her tracks and look startled. There was a girl here. And she disappeared. I, I think it was Jeanette. Roll sanity. Oh, goody. What, what's what's Rose going on about? Thirty, made it. Okay, you take one point. Starting to question if you are seeing things. This is your imagination. What is happening? She was here. I saw her, and she said, "Save me." I don't think this is over, guys. Oh. <laughs> I don't even think we're safe here. To- 
I need to figure out if I'm asleep or not. I need a fork. Chat? <laughs> funny you should ask. <laughs> What's this big fork doing over here? Elf is always prepared. Keeps a full set of cutlery on him at all times. <laughs> After that zombie incident. <laughs> Chef, do you have a fart? Sure. <laughs> all right. So are we... Uh, so, well, so, now we're kind of huddled together. Yeah, so you can, you kind of look around to see if there's any other trace of her and, you know, it's one of the things you're not sure if it was it in your head, was it real, was it... Did you imagine it? So it you was, think you saw the ghost of Jeanette... Is there anything in this the pew where she was sitting? No. I kind of put my hand there, see if the seat's warm or anything. It's actually cold. Oh. Guys, the seat is cold. That's what happens when a ghost is here. It gets cold. Well, is there heating? She heating was here. Any heating in the church? It's it's August. There's no air conditioning. Oh, yeah, so it is it is hot. Yeah, even though it's nighttime, it's still high seventies. Ghosts, ghosts, ghosts. We need an exorcism. I'm not sure we should wait for tomorrow to see Mother Santiago. Well, we don't even know where she is tonight. We got to go pick up Isidore. Damn. Are we, is our location meaningful in any way? Are we like near the York. convent or where she may have jumped out the window? Yeah, well, you're, yeah, you're right in the heart of the French Quarter. The, the convent is within blocks. So a, a lot of the places where we've been are pretty, pretty centrally located. Okay. But it's, it's not like church. it happened like right over there. It's like blocks away. But it's very likely that Jeanette, when she went to church, came here also. Maybe not every day, but... Mm. That's a good point. Maybe that's where she sat. Quite possibly. Oh. Was anybody even attracted to by the noise that we've been making? Well, we've gotten... It's probably like a library. We've kind of gotten quiet just because we're inside the church, but... Yeah, the, the couple of people that, that were in there when you guys came in have since left. They're, they're not sure if, you, if you're just drunk people or, or what's happening. It, it wouldn't be uncommon for shamblers to wander in and just pass out. Some two, two poor drunks come walking in here and we just immediately shoot them. <laughs> oh, sorry, guys. Those are some Why, of my best customers. Why'd you shoot them? They were shamblers. Saturday. <laughs> so do we... So what's, what's the verdict, guys? Do we want to stay the night in, in the church? Do we want to go to back to Alice's house? Do we want to uh, go home? Well, maybe until first light, and then uh, yeah, go back to Alice's house. That was going to be my vote. We'll, why don't we try and stay, just try and catch a few hours in the pews until the morning? We can sleep here. Just you know, lean over in the pew. It's a little Make uncomfortable, but... Ever, Alice says, I, I, I don't think I'm ever going to be able to sleep again. I, if he's going to come to, if he's here for me to, to drag me with him to, to his place, back, back to hell, I, I, I never want to sleep again. Well, you, we should be safe here in the church, so try to, try to get some rest. When, when, when will Benzedrine be invented? 
Um, that, that's a good question. I just have some whiskey. That's fine. All right, so we're gonna kind of have that in church. So we're gonna so we're gonna try and get get any sleep that we can and just kind of spread out and yes. Okay. Right. Okay. Well, morning gonna, comes. I'm gonna find an altar cloth and wrap myself up in it. Uh, no. <laughs> no. Sorry. Those are sacred objects, Jager. Nobody goes. Yeah, well, I need some right now. <laughs> so, um, uh, let's say, um, uh, Rose, you're the first to, to wake up, and you see uh, when you wake up, you you actually see Alice, and she is talking to the, the the priest, and there's a priest and some altar boys that are here to actually start kind of preparing for for Sunday morning service, and Alice is talking to him, and he's giving her a hug, and just you know, talking to her, trying to, trying to comfort her. Hmm. And uh, the rest of you guys, uh, if uh, you wake up on your own or, or Rosie can wake them up, but it is, you can see it is, it is daylight outside. If I, if I, if I wake up and it's fairly early still, I'll, uh, if I see the, the priest, I'm going to, I just feel like I need to go have my confession heard. Okay. So, just I figure if I am if I'm cleansed from sin, then the devil doesn't have anything to grab a hold of. And uh or the, the hungry ghost pirate won't be able to Well, not so fast. I mean like gotta do at least ten Hail Marys and twenty our fathers up and... to the priest. Well he tells you that um that you're welcome to, to wait for mass, um, but he has to get ready for services. Okay. Well, you'll, you'll hear confessions after mass. There's not more than one priest. Uh, right now, there's one priest and a, and a couple other boys. You okay. can try and fast talk him or persuade him. No, I'll, I'm not going to interfere in his work. Um, but I'll I'll just live with my sins, I guess. Okay. I won't die. At least my I can say, God. Well, I wanted to go to confession, <laughs> and uh, the priest was too busy, so. <laughs> Put all my sins on his back. Yeah. Um, all right. So we're going to go back to Alice's. Well, I, well, Alice. Alice then says, "She says, Father. She says, I think. She said, if you would for for a favor, I think it's important that you hear him out." And he says, "Ah, okay. Come on, my son. All right. Towards the confessional with you. So we do our confession. Yeah." And I don't want any of you to hear. So, like, <laughs> do you want to role play it out? <laughs> no, no. Okay. And he stumbles out of the confessional afterwards, saying, "Oh my God! Wow!" I come out of the confessional like this. <laughs> you can also give us an actual personal confession as Tom and pretend it's as Leon. Decide <laughs> your penance. Lights coming off of him as he exits. Yeah, yeah like three hours. hours. Doves, doves come floating out of the confessional as I walk. <laughs> yeah. I feel clean. Angelic music playing in the background. The sun is just a little brighter when you come out. You guys notice. <laughs> All right. Now, if only I can go out the front door of the church and banish the fog away. <laughs> well, when you when you go outside, it actually is a, a pretty nice morning. The fog is gone. Uh, Remy, you do notice passed out. There, there's benches in between the the little cobblestone streetway that runs in between the cathedral and the back end of Jackson Square, where there's like a wrought iron fence. There's some wrought iron benches there. You, you do notice um, uh, uh, Roscoe and, and Dirty Dan 
uh, are both just passed out on that bench. So I'll, I'll walk over and say, you boys, you boys get on home now. I'll kind of try and slap them out of their drunken stupor and tell them to go home. Oh, what uh, what what you say, Remy? I said I said you need to get on home. This is no place to be sleeping. Uh, messing with all the good the good folks in New Orleans. No, well, we we here for mass. You here for mass? Definitely gonna need to get my confession hired after last night. All right, Dan Roscoe, you get in there. That sounds like they're about to get started anyway. Oh, okay, then. Just five more minutes. Let me sleep, Remy. <laughs> All right, so I'll leave them alone. <laughs> it's just funny, Remy. I thought they were zombies. We, you should make a drink in there, in their honor, call it a zombie. They're, uh, they certainly stumbled out of my bar more than, more than once looking just like that. <laughs> Let's head on over to Alice's house and figure out what the hell we're going to do. All right. Uh, so as, as you guys get to... Um, to Alice's house, you you actually see uh, Isidore's there. She she does live there, and she has got her Sunday best on. It is Sunday morning, and she is uh, just really dressed up. She's got her uh, church crown on, and uh, just her nicest dress. Good, good morning, everybody. Where, Miss Miss Timido, I, I was worried sick. Wait, where, where you been? And Alice says, "Oh, Isidore," and she goes to to give Isidore a big hug. She says, "We need to we need to see the mother." And the door says, oh, all right, well, y'all, y'all, y'all come, come down with me to the shining light. We have time to get cleaned up a little? Yeah. My overcoat is rumpled. Yeah, Isadora's church routine on Sunday morning is about three hours long. She gets up at about 5 a.m. to uh, start getting ready. All right, so freshen up. I don't know what to expect from the, the, the guiding light church. The, the shining light, the spiritual church. The shining light, most likely. Yeah, be yes, Mr. Fontenot, Mother Superior, she's a, she's a good woman. Uh, she, uh, she, she, she can testify like nobody I ever seen. Well, I hope she don't mind an old Catholic being in her church. Oh, everybody's welcome. Everybody's welcome at the shining light. Then maybe we can ask Mother to to, to come back here. And for, for, we're gonna have to ask for her her help, and we're gonna we're gonna save Miss Thibodeau from these the demons haunting her dreams. We're doing more than haunting her dreams. We we Mother Mother Santiago would she she'll chase these demons out of New Orleans. All right. Well, here here. But I got to ask the question. All the way to Akron, Ohio. I got to ask the question. A church crown? What's the church crown? What oh, that's a, that's a hat. Oh. It's got like flowers on it and all. Oh, okay. <clears throat> all right. Yeah, w- w- women's hats in these churches are, are quite, can be quite a spectacle. All right, so if you guys want to try and grab something quick to eat, like there's you know, there's simple things in, in the kitchen, probably not time to really cook. Well, I don't know. Chef can whip something up in about five minutes, probably. Do we really have to sit through three hours at church? I don't know if we sit or we clap or we hoot and holler or I don't know I what's going to Imagine we'll happen. do what everybody else is doing. We'll follow their lead. 
All right, so you guys have time to, to eat a quick breakfast if you want to, and then it's on to the streetcar down to the ninth ward. <clears throat> um, so heading down, there's a lot of Sunday morning. There's a lot of people on the streetcar. Um, it, it's uh, definitely kind of interesting because you see uh, as you guys pile on, um, Isidore has to has to go to the to the back of the, you know near the back of the car where you are all up near the front of the car. So that's you know, that's a thing. And, uh, but everybody on the streetcar this morning has got their Sunday best on, except you guys who look horrible. I freshened up. I, I, I changed I, clothes. I, I took a, a moist towel to my armpits. And, and, and first, in some way, you know, in, the, in the 10 minutes that, um, that you guys were there, you know, some of you guys cleaned up, threw some water on yourself, got the crust out your eyes, and uh, maybe ate a, a quick bite. Somehow Alice looks like um, that she had two hours to get ready. She comes down in like a, like a white dress and um, very put together. Very put together. Okay, cool. <clears throat> All right. So uh, find somebody to chase these ghosts away. So um, we, we head to the we, we head down to the ninth ward, which is uh, then as as now um, you know uh, African American part of town. Um, the church is is kind of just a, a fairly nondescript building. You know, if you are used to thinking of churches as Catholic affairs, like where you spent the night, um, this looks kind of like a like just like a, a pretty plain house, but but big. It's just like a hall, right? And you can you can hear all kinds of carrying on from outside. You hear music, you hear, you hear singing, you hear clapping, you hear people, you hear yelling. Like it, it sounds like there's a Mardi Gras parade going on inside. And as you guys walk in, it's almost like a, a record scratches and everything comes to a screeching halt and everybody turns to look at you guys. Good morning, y'all. <laughs> Hi. Warner. And everybody's just kind of staring for a second. We're we're with her. And Isadora says, "These are my friends. These they with me." And then the music picks up again, and everybody picks up right where they left off. And there's a lot of this going on, and there's people singing on stage. And and Rose, I, I, you are instantly in love with what's happening here. I I, I lean over to to Chef, and I'm like, "You ain't gonna <laughs> sleep in three hours here." <laughs> You're absolutely right. This is not like the church I'm used to. Yeah, so I want to kind of paint a picture here a little bit. This is uh, the Shining Light Spiritual Church, and there, like as as you kind of take it all in, like there 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 are pews, but there's people. It's so packed. There's people in the pews. There's people um, in the aisles um, that are almost like kind of like making what we call a second line. They're they're walking back and forth in line and um, sort of like parading up and down in the aisles. And, and there's lots of singing going on. Um, uh, gospel singers in, in kind of like purple robes up front um, and then there's um, on the walls there's just it, it's like a mishmash of almost like um, like Catholic imagery um, Caribbean imagery um, like New Orleans like they're like purple like lots of purple gold and green Mardi Gras colors um, and like uh, there's even people like uh, like there's a couple of people with like like Indian garb on up front, and it's all just kind of mashed together. 
and then uh, and then as that song winds down, you guys just kind of found your. Um, Isidore says, "Follow me, y'all," and uh, you go in the pew, and and as the song kind of winds down, uh, a woman comes up, and she's uh, kind of a heavy set woman in in like her her thirties, and she's got on almost like um like if you imagine Mother uh, Miss Cleo, this like kind of like a lot like a real brightly patchwork um right uh uh shirt and um and like a big thing of like big beads uh and then uh like also another necklace with like feathers on it and stuff so she is kind of put together in the same way that this whole um this whole uh hall is and uh and and everybody says morning mother morning and she says good morning everybody and then she uh she says sure it's good to see everybody out here and then she looks really confused when she like sees you guys back there. She says, "Ah, I, I see we got some some new friends in here today." And then everybody turns to look at you guys again, and she says, "Well, that's all right. Everybody's welcome in, in the house of the Lord." And so she starts um, talking about how beautiful a morning it is that, that the Lord has made. Uh, that we'll rejoice and be glad in it. And then um, uh, there's another song and and more talking. And then she goes on about the evils of of drinking. And uh, and the, the evils of of uh, wicked men who who uh, perpetuate the, the the alcohol drinking that goes on in this city and turns the French Quarter into a pack of devils. And uh, so does a lots of that kind of talk. And then she, and then mother says, "Who we do another song?" And it's all right. Who who needs healing today? And I immediately then, stand up. And some, you stand up. Uh, who who that back there? Rose, ma'am. My name is Rose. Rose, ma'am. Well, why don't you come on up here, Rose, ma'am? Okay. I come see. Go. Come see, mother. My name. And she holds out here. She says, "My my name is Mother Santiago. It, it's nice to meet you, and, and and Lord be blessed." Oh, thank you. How how can how can the Lord heal you today, Rose? I have been beset upon by an evil man. Oh, there's lots of them around, and almost every woman in the uh, place starts like nodding their head. They're like, "Oh yeah." He's made terrible advances on me. He's hurt me. He's hurt my friends. <clears throat> and I'm afraid he will be back for me. And, and as you're saying this, women from the uh, and men from in the aisles are saying, "Cast him down! Cast him down!" And, and 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 mother says, uh, "Who who who this man is, Rose?" His name. Shit, I can't remember. What's his name? Oh, Claude Lafave. His name is Claude Lafave. Did I get it right? Claude Lafave. Hmm. Let's let's cast him down. And then, um, and then everybody says, "God, cast him down, cast him down." Uh, people kind of like start chanting that a little bit. And 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 is this is this man your your husband? No, no, but he wants to be. He's mistaken me for another woman. Oh my goodness! And he wants to have me like he would have her. Oh, this this wicked man wants to possess you. Yes, ma'am, he does. Oh well, you got to, you got to, to cast him down. And who who those men back there? Is he is, is he one of these men here with you today? Oh, I rather doubt it, ma'am. 
but I turn and look anyway. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I, I turned to the, the nice church lady sitting next to me and say, she's not talking about me. <laughs> no. I stand up. Mother. Mother Santiago. Who, who that? I'm a friend of Rose. He's my friend, ma'am. Well, come, come, uh, on up, come on up and, and testify and be seen. I come up and I say, um, this situation is more serious than we are letting on right now. We need to be, co- we need to be completely honest with you, straightforward. We are not talking about a man. We are talking about an evil spirit. An evil spirit? Last night, right outside in the, I can't remember the name of the square. Jackson Square? Jackson Square. We, Miss Rose, uh, Miss Alice there, our friends, we were beset upon by Claude Lefebvre, the Blackheart, an evil spirit who's come to attack us. And then, and then everybody in the, in the congregation goes, oh. And then there's, there's like some crosstalk and, and, it's just, and, and Mother says, uh, she, she leans into you so only, only you two can hear and she says, uh, I'm not sure what, what's going on here, but are you sure this is the, a conversation you want to have with the whole church? If the prayers of the congregation can help us, Okay, so and then and then like her her so her face kind of got a little bit serious for a second when she leaned in and she goes back in the back in the carriage. She says, "Well, let's let's have some prayers to uh, to to strike down this Claude the Devil in Jackson Square, who's trying to possess our friend Rose and do her harm." And then everybody uh, starts. Um, uh, the the music starts up again and, and there's another song and and then uh and then mother will, will she'll 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 say she'll come she'll come up here my daughter and she'll put her uh, hand on on your head and um she'll actually say some stuff in a language that you don't understand but that you take to be native american and um and you hear the name uh one word that she says a couple times is um Uh, Uzumadi. Uzumadi. Mm-hmm. Do and I hear this? If you if you stayed at the front, yeah, right. Every, everybody can hear it. Yeah, I mean, it. it she, she's not talking to like she's not whispering. She's we do the song. Mother says the prayer, and then she she puts her hand on Rose's head um, and starts saying something in um in a Native American language. You hear the, word, the name Uzumadi a couple times. If, uh, if, even if I'm not familiar with the language, do I, do I recognize the, what it probably is from? Because I'm a linguist. Um, are you familiar with Native American languages? No, but, you know, I, don't, I wouldn't know the language fluently, but I might recognize Hopi or, uh, or Iroquois or something sure. Uh, make a I don't know what it means, but make an educational. Okay. Uh, sixty-nine. My education seventy-five. You passed. I passed. Uh, Choctaw. 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 Mm-hmm. 
anyone else who, who might have had any experience with Native American languages could, could roll that education or language as well to know that. <clears throat> well, 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 Ms. Rose, the, uh, the, 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 the prayers of all these good people uh, will hopefully aid you in some protection as I do hope the police will as well. Hmm. Thank you, Mother Santiago. Okay. And then I lean into her and said, can we speak privately? And she says, after. Thank you. Okay. And then so it goes on for a little bit longer, something more of the same. Um, and then um, after it's done, Mother comes out and she um, gets, like, people give her, like, get different types of little gifts. Um, uh, and then... Uh, and then people start start to leave, and people are just kind of congregating around, hanging out with each other. People are hanging around outside, uh, but but uh, Isadora comes up and she uh, talks to mother for a little bit. Then Isadora tells her, "Yes, she says, come on, let's let's go back and talk." All right. Okay. Um, and then you you kind of go back into what is a, uh, a, a an office essentially, and there's um. You know, it's not as uh, it's not as gaudily decorated as the front of house, um, but there is different. You know, there's like kind of a mishmash. There's some paintings of religious paintings, similar to what you guys saw at like the curio shop, and and that you've seen just in, in some of the different you know offices and stuff for, for the archdiocese you've been in. Those just religious paintings, um, as well as some nature scenes and um, some Native American stuff like um you know artifacts there as well some beads that are hanging up on the wall hmm. and she says what 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 can i do for you for you good people today thank you for coming it's not it's not uh, uh very often that we are uh get get white folk in here Sometimes it's good for the congregation to be reminded that we all pray to the same Lord. And thank you for welcoming us. Yes. Oh, everybody's welcome. Well, well ma'am, as Leanne was saying, this is a spirit and frankly, frankly, we're a little scared. We should probably explain how we all got involved in this. Start from, she, she says, start from the beginning. And, uh, and, and so you don't have to, you know, right. play out the we whole We tell story. her about the, um, the, the girls, the casket girls and um, Fida Cassette. And uh, we tell her how we went looking for the information and we ended up encountering this ghost. And it, it all started with... Um, she says, that is quite the tale. Uh, I, I am sorry you were dealing with this manifestation of the devil. And she said, and she said, and all this trouble started when, when you found that chest, Miss Alice? And Alice says, yeah, it, it, it all started the night that I, I brought home the chest. And, and Miss Santiago says, I, I, I think then we, uh, well, I think then that, that's, that's your answer. And she says, what, what, what do you all want me to do? Well, we don't know what to do at this point. We Your heard only that, uh, we, we are not accustomed to dealing with spirits. We heard that you can actually speak to them. 
we were hoping that perhaps you would convince them to move on. Well, it's not quite so simple as that. You see, I, 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 have, a, I have a guide. I have a guide that sometimes can help me cross over and help me communicate. Do you mean like uh, what they used to call a seance? That is one way that you could describe it. In this case, my, my, my spiritual guide, Uzumati, uh, helps me cross the veil, if you would. And after that, it's a conversation and with whoever might be there. And sometimes I remember it and sometimes I don't. Um, I noticed uh, when you were speaking uh, that you were speaking the Choctaw language. Am I correct? You are correct, Professor. Uh, Uzumati was a, a, a Choctaw shaman. Ah, uh, I uh, I don't speak Choctaw, but I am a linguist teacher, so I thought it I recognized. It is a wonderful language. Uh, well, uh, is there something that we can do? Um, uh, we were we were beset upon and and almost gravely injured by this spirit last night. And we're afraid that it's going to happen again this evening. We were wondering too if um, uh, we we've learned that the the spirit is after another possible spirit, but a young woman named Janet Duval, and she's communicated in various ways to say save me, save you. And we were wondering if if there's any way you can contact this Janet, Jeanette Duvall and find out what, we, we don't have any details. We don't know how we're supposed to save her. She yeah. said, she said, serve me, uh, te, which is from uh, Satyricon. She's saying, in order to save yourselves, you need to save me. I think that if we can save her, that that will take care of the evil spirit as well. Well, I am certainly not a, how would you say, a, an exorcist by trade, but um, I may be able to, to help you contact the girl. Um, I, I'm sure that uh, I, I'm sure that uh, a donation to the church will be forthcoming. I assume. absolutely yes. What uh, what do we need to do? Well, we need some type of. Do you have any any type of physical representation of of this girl? Is where is this chest that you we have the casket? Yeah, the cassette. Well, how about that that journal, that book? Well, the journal is what talks about her, but it was written by uh, Mother Superior from the convent. And Alice says that the casket, Mother, the the casket's at at my house. We can we can go there. She says, and she says, okay, and and the donation will be forthcoming. And and Alice says, oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah. Why don't we all stop back at the restaurant? I'll make everybody a nice lunch, and then we can go over there. Okay, beignet sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Three beignets with beignets in between. I was going to ask that. <laughs> Are they just beignets on top of beignets? Yeah. <laughs> 
three beignets. We squeeze. Nice uh, chocolate spread. And... John Jerry, what what are you thinking about all this spectacle? Well, John Jerry's a little skeptical because he's not really much of a religious person, but he's willing to go and try anything at this point. So, okay. so back to the uh, restaurant. Yeah. My question for John Jerry is, is it legal for us to kill a ghost? (laughs) I don't see why not. Because he's already dead. I did forget to mention... not be lodging any formal complaints against you for killing him. Um, Anyone who took hit point damage can recover two points from overnight. Okay. Anybody who took constitution damage, since you didn't really have a, a quality night's sleep um, in the church, uh, let's say you can take back um, a third of, of what you lost in, in constitution damage. How about sanity? No sanity. No sanity regained yet. Yeah, the intensity definitely has not worn off. You didn't have a good night's sleep. Um, you were still pretty pretty shook from the night before and and uh and what you saw so far this morning is not sanity draining but definitely gave you a little bit of anxiety and it's uh in its franticness all right so let's uh let's fast forward then uh lunch happens it is uh delicious i'm sure um and we are back at alice's house and uh so alice says uh can can would anybody like some some coffee and chicory yes Mm. Okay, so Isadora and uh, and so Isadora goes in and, and makes coffee. Um, Alice and, and Alice brings in the chest and puts it in the middle of uh, the dining room table. Um, and uh, she says, "Well, let's." Uh, Mother says, "Let's uh, let's light some candles." And so uh, we put four candles down on the table. Um, she she has Alice for four candles. She puts them at each corner, kind of around the in a square around the chest, um, tells the door to close the blinds, and then um, sets up at, and then sets up everyone at the table after you've had your coffee. Um, <clears throat> cool. Um, so you all sit. Mother does ask so uh, everyone join hands. And she starts to speak in Choctaw. Um, you hear that name Uzamari a couple more times. Um, she's got her eyes closed. She's speaking in Choctaw. And the uh, the temperature does drop. It, it does get a little bit cooler. Um, and then all of a sudden there's a draft and the candles are blown out. I'm going to describe kind of what starts happening if anybody wants to do anything or say anything or act in any way, just kind of stop me, okay? Um, I just squeeze so, my hands a little harder. Yeah, so the temperature does drop. Uh, candle, there's a draft, the candles go out. Mother's speaking in, in Choctaw, and then she stops, and then her voice changes. And it, it, it sounds like the, the voice of, uh, of a girl. And, and, and she says, hello? Hello, is anyone there? Jeanette de Duval. Are we? I know. We are friends. 
I mean, uh, I say in French, uh, um, well, now that we're here, what can we do? Um, um, you've, you've called us to action against uh, that uh, blighter, uh, Black Heart, the pirate. We, we, we is, is, is my, the girl there with you? Uh, the girl I see? The girl I saw in the church? Rose? I'm here. Hello? Are you coming to help me? He's, he's after me. What do we what? need to do? Uh, save we want me. to help you, but we don't know how. Save me. How, how do we save you? Find, find me. Find me in the darkness. It's so dark. Where are you? I, I, I don't know. It's, I, I can't see much where I am. What can you see? Just dark and I'm afraid and I, 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 I don't know. I, I, I can't see much at all. There's, can you hear anything? Aside from us. I, 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 I can't hear it's so quiet and, and dark and there's, there's trees and, and, and a, a, a bridge. And I, I, don't, I don't know what else. And if we save you, will that take care of this black heart? He's, he's, he's coming back again. He's coming again. Serve me. And then, um, and then there is a, um, the temperature drops even more. It get, as, as this is happening, it got a little chilly and now the temperature drops even just a little bit more. But you also notice a, 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 there's a stench in the air. Uh, all of a sudden you, you smell something rotting, like rotting meat. And then uh, Mother Santiago, her, her eyes roll back in her head and they go black. And, uh, and, and, and now the, the casket that's on the, the table, the, the lid flies open. And all of a sudden there's just a huge wind in, in the room. And all, you know, all of you guys had hit your hands joined. All of a sudden, you you know you, your hands aren't joined anymore. There's uh, a huge wind, almost like a hurricane, just started in the room, and then you and then mother says, "She is mine. I told you before. Leave her to me." And things start flying around the room. What do you do? Uh, I cross I, myself. Okay, you you cross yourself, Rose. You. I'm I'm protecting my face. Remy. I'll uh, I'll see if I can rouse um, Mother Santiago. Um, just kind of try and sort of kind of take her by the arm and sort of shake her a bit and say, uh, "Mother, Mother, you know, wake up." She starts shaking it and she starts foaming at the mouth. John Jerry, what are you doing? For the same thing, trying to wake her up. Okay, so you and Remy are trying trying to rouse her. Yeah. Yeah, it's almost like she's having a seizure now, and, and uh, her her eyes are black. Chef, this is surprising to me, so I'm sort of just taking it all in, and there's a little part of me that's looking for tricks. For close tricks, the, close the lid. 
Okay. Um, now at this point, uh, Cookware, like things in Alice's cabin, it's Alice's, Alice's screaming, um, Isidore is screaming, um, and everything just starts flying around the room. The china cabinets that are in, the, in this uh, dining room fly open. Um, there's broken dishes, there's silverware, um, platters. Everyone roll luck. Okay. 82, that's a miss. 16, made it. All right, anyone who, um, made it. Anyone who, anyone who failed luck takes one or two points of damage so you're hit with something, a piece of broken glass or a flying silver tray or, um, or, you know, paintings on the wall. There, there's a, a hurricane in this room. Um, the windows in the next room are, are also breaking as things start to kind of like bounce out of the room. I, I'm going to try to dive for the box and, and slam the lid closed. Okay, and as you ex- what you expect to happen there is to slam the lid closed, and it is there's resistance. There is a huge wind coming out of this. Um, Mother Santiago is still um, she is still shaking, uh, foaming at the mouth. She's like, ah! like it, it is like the uh, the the most frightening uh, possession movie you've ever seen is is kind of what's happening to her. Uh, Leon, you, you're gonna have to roll. You're gonna have to roll strength too. All right, I'm I'm leaning on to it. Yeah. Uh, I got 80 out of 50, so. I'm going to go join him. Okay, you're going you're gonna to go join in. Yeah. Uh, anyone else? I just got whacked in the head with a large candlestick, so I'm uh, recovering. Okay. I'm going to actually put my, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put my weight on it. I'm going to actually lay down on it. Okay. Well, I'm the, a big girl, so that's going to give some weight to it. The lid is, is open, so if, are you going to try and, what, what are you laying on? Are you going to jump on top of the chest itself, or? Well, I'm trying to yeah. push it closed, and she's going to lean on it. And yeah, I'm going to. That's what I'm. That's what I'm doing here. Okay, so you guys start working on that. It's it's not not quite that easy, Chef. If there are any tricks at work here, this is the most amazing stage show you've ever considered. Um, it's also Alice's house. How would they have set any kind of tricks up? If... Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, when I, when that all ran through my head, that's what I just rolled for sanity. So, I'm I'm freaked out. Absolutely. Yeah, let's all go ahead and make sanity rolls. You failed. 38. All right. If you fail, roll 1d4. Where's my 1d4? Oh, there it is. If you pass, take one one sanity loss. Uh, three. I am freaked out. All right. And let's make a, once we settle sanity, let's, things are still flying. Let's make another luck roll. 22. Six. Um, uh, I failed that time. Um, no good. Same thing as before. If you fail, take one one or two damage. Danny and I are getting beat up. Oh, this damage. I got hit with a I got hit with a um a chamber pot. This this time I just got <laughs> whacked by a by a flying book. So I've probably let go of the the box now at this point. You got whacked with a flying book, and and yes, it is a copy of Lady Don't Fall Backwards. (laughs) (laughs) And I fell backwards. Yeah. Okay, so let's make uh, another strength check. Um, All of you guys that are trying to close the lid, um, go ahead and make what will take the best roll out of the three of you to see if anyone passes for the assist. 
pass a 43 out of a 90. Oh. 97. Double zero. No, my strength fails me. Oh, man, we got a critical fail. All right, we're going one more round. Make a luck roll. Yeah, two, two, two. Mother Santiago is now on the ground. Her, her thrashing caused her chair to fall over backwards, and she is on the ground. Oh, awesome. Failed. 14. <clears throat> Alice Failed. is under the table. Isadora was hit hard in the head. So Al- Alice is under the table, still screaming. Um, Isadora is uh, either knocked out or dead. You're not sure which, but she. Has I, I failed my luck. Uh, one or one or two again. Yep. Fourteen's uh, good. Okay, and now the. Um, all right. So what? So, it, you know, you hit again if you failed luck, and now you guys are finally able to to close the lid. And as soon as you do, as you would expect, the wind stops. Everything just that's blown around just kind of crashes into the ground. Now, <gasps> We're holding. Eyes wow. right you guys all right? I, I, I'm still holding the lid close. <laughs> yeah, I'm laying on it right now. It's not I'm going rubbing, anywhere. I'm rubbing my head. Other than a few bumps and bruises, I think I'm okay. Is it door? Are you all right? She's on. She appears unconscious. How about mother? Mother. Uh, Santiago. Mother Santiago comes to. Um, she's got she's got some scrapes on her just from thing uh, blowing glass around and stuff. She didn't take really a direct hit, um, but uh, she, her eyes roll back in her head and she she says, uh, "Oh my, uh, 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 it was the devil! It was the devil! It's worse than the devil. It's a horny it's a horny ghost pirate." <laughs> Whatever it is, I, I I I need to get out of here. When did you find that girl's body buried in the in the park? And we have to get her buried in holy ground. She I couldn't agree more, Leon. I she think that's exactly. she didn't deserve to be buried off of holy ground. She's a it wasn't her fault that this monster came after her. But how are we gonna find her? Well, she's what buried she by a big tree. Bridge. Well, we got about thirty-five of those over there to to dig holes How around. How many trees next to bridges? Yeah, we got to find the bridge. That helps a bit. So, whoever's near Isidore, I'm going to toss them my smelling salts. I'm not going to get off this casket right now. But whoever's close to her, they can they can take my smelling salts and and put them under her nose. Miss Alice, do you have a hammer and nails so we can hammer this fucking thing closed? <laughs> Pardon my French. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure my my late husband uh, had, had tools around here somewhere. Everybody, make an idea roll. Um. Yes. Pass. Three. No. Did everybody, pass. did everybody pass standard? Yeah. Mm. Okay. Well, Rose, did you say three? No, I got eighty-three. Oh, which 80. I, is not a pass. Yeah. I failed. So if you've if you've been to City Park, you know that you know that there is a footbridge that crosses one of the lagoons, and you know, like I said, that that area's property was the old Bayou St. John, and so there are a lot of waterways in City Park, right? And there 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 is a, a footbridge, right? Yeah, there's still a lot of trees though, but we've got to find the big one. Like I said before, if you know they they would have called it the big one back then, so it must be really big by now. And did uh, did mother say mother the other mother say that 
there were signs on some of them. So we should be able to find which one they're talking about, the big tree. <sighs> I just want to make sure we we'll nail this thing closed and so Alice will will come back with um with her, her, her late husband's tools and hammer and nails carpentry kit. In the in the interim, while we're waiting for that, I pull off my belt and I wrap it around the damn thing and cinch it tight so that Rose doesn't have to lean on it anymore. I don't know if he's trying to get out anymore or not, but I ain't gonna take the chance. Me neither. Yeah. Well you don't you know, you don't, it's not it doesn't see you know, you've got your hands on it and stuff, but it's not trying to it doesn't feel like it's, it's trying to open it. Or anything. Yeah, it it, it stopped and it returned. Let's to, open it up and find you, out. No. It seemed like it returned to normal once you got the lid closed. And and Mother San Diego came back. Toss the damn thing into a big fire. We can do that. I'm sure Alice wouldn't mind at this point. Do do she says do do whatever you need to do. I I, I don't want it anymore. Well, I'm not sure. I'm not sure we should just toss it out until we're sure that uh, we can put Jeanette's ghost to rest without it. This is definitely the connection to Jeanette. So let's go see if we can find that body. Maybe we'll get a sign, an omen or something when we're near it. Hopefully, not from the pirate ghost. <laughs> Mm-mm. The horny pirate ghost. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> so what? What do we want to do now? It's about at this point. It's about three o'clock. Oh wow! Find a footbridge. It was a long service. Then we went to lunch. I don't know that we can do this all tonight. Uh, let's at least go see if we can find the damn tree. We have to. We'll come back in the morning with picks and shovels and something like that. I agree with Leon. Well, yeah, you keep in mind it is it is city property. Yeah, right. I mean, are you sure you want to do that in the daytime? Isn't cover of night better for this? There's ghosts. If we can at least find where she is, then maybe we can come back later at night. Just bring the map back up here just to give us a sense of scale. No, we can just have a lookout. Okay. All right. Can you see the map? Yeah. City Park is what we're focused on, right? Right. Yeah, Yeah, City Park pretty much goes all of, you know, the old Airy Plantation goes all the way to Lake Pontchartrain. It is... uh, you know, it is very popular. That is the, the recreation spot of people trying to kind of get out of, this, out of the city. And would there would there be multiple bridges, or is there? It looks like there's either roads, or maybe those are bodies of water that are running through the park on the map. There, there are some there are some roads that run through. Okay, but you did mention a footbridge. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, while, while you stepped away, Josh, um, I had to team roll a luck roll. And anyone who passed would would say you've been to, or an idea role that you've been to City Park, like gotcha. like almost everybody in the city has, uh, and know that there's you know some waterways and there's a, a footbridge that goes over one particular. Very good. Everybody good with the map? Yeah. Yeah. 
All right, so it's about three o'clock. Do we want to head over and look around? Do we want to bring anything with us? Do we want to, what do we want to? I think we should go on over there and take a look, see what we're up against. Hopefully that tree hasn't grown roots all over the top of her, so there's no way to get to her. Let's, uh, let's go see and have a look. Maybe we have to come in the middle of the night and do this and Somebody needs to fight off the pi- uh, the pirate. Normally, so because he ain't gonna like it. Well, it is a it is a a, a very pretty day at the park. Um, there are lots of lots of trees, lots of um, lots of water. Um, there's actually like a little um, uh, train that like kids can ride that that actually takes you through the park, and uh, and it it doesn't take you long because it's not not close to where, where you would park if you drove out there, um, where there, you do see a footbridge that, that goes over the water. Is there a tree that looks like the big tree? Well, once you, there's no trees immediately around the one side of the bridge that you're on. Once you cross over and you start to look around, you see this. Awesome. It's a good looking tree. Awesome. <laughs> you said that the kids like to climb on these things. Mm-hmm. And there's kids around. You know, there's there's kids that that are so you see how this is kind of like a, a lone tree. Let's say this is the the closest tree to the other side of the of the footbridge. Um and uh and there's with, with these huge oaks, there's actually like they're so ancient that some of the roots actually come up out of the ground and then go back into the ground somewhere else. What what you actually see here is a, a branch that that comes off kind of that that bottom part and then actually goes into the ground. Um, wow! Further down, looks like a mouth. <laughs> yeah, it looks like it's got a big old mouth. Dreaming. I'm I'm I'm. I'm I'm really anticipating that when we start to dig all we're going to hit is roots. She could be buried down there 6 feet with uh, a million roots on top of her. That's going to be hard to get so we'll have to bring a uh, hatchet. Oh, they're not going to like us doing this. Well, they can deal with Mr. Horny Pirate then. Is there, can we walk around the tree and see if there's anything indicating, giving us some clue as to where she might be? That's crazy, because she wasn't buried in a grave, was she? Probably just dug a hole. Keep in mind that by, by your timeline, this was 200 years ago. Right. Um, there is no um, commemorative plaque or, or anything like that as you guys were walking through the park and, and you were just kind of admiring some of the trees and checking out like could this be it could this be it you actually did find a plaque that identified the dueling oak but it wasn't near the bridge right no say that again the dueling yeah they used to have dueling dueling oh. in this park when, when you were learning about the at the cabildo um, there's the two of the famous trees in City Park with a dueling oak where a lot of duels were held 
and uh, and also the suicide oak. What, why do you guys think it was that this tree was called suicide oak? Because they people would hang themselves from it. And, you, and and so as you as you put that together, you can kind of see where that would happen with this with this branch that is right. you know several feet above your head, but but definitely not high enough. You couldn't climb that, you know, climb up to it. Well, would they also have buried people just underneath the tree that had hung themselves there? I mean, was there any? Would there have been any precedent for that? Well, they wouldn't bury them here in the park, but uh, well, it wasn't a park then, was it? Well, it wasn't a park when she was buried there. No, it was part of right. the property. Okay, so I'm actually going to go up to the part that looks like a mouth. And I'm going to kind of lean in just a little bit and say, Jeanette, can you hear me? Nothing. There's actually kids that are, that are pretty close by playing and stuff. So you, you are not in, in private right now. Um, there, there are you know, people around, there's, there's people that are, there's blankets out, there's people having picnics, there's um, barbecues going on, there's, there's kids that are, are climbing the trees and, um, and you know, play, playing ball. Um, uh, you, you've seen kids out there flying kites. A lot of lake, a lot of uh, wind blows off a of lake poncha train, so um, it's, a, it's a good kite flying spot. Oh, well, Let's take a look at it and make our plans. Are there any hollows in the tree we can actually get inside of it? Well, what you saw, that, that, what's going on? The mouth part? It looks, yeah, it looks like a, it looks like a mouth. Um, But, uh, but you know you you can't really get inside the tree. It, it looks like a mouth, but like you could, it, it, it makes easy footing for if you were trying to climb it. Um, like it's not the, the tree itself isn't hollow, right? And it, and this is kind of how those old oaks are. They're really just gnarled, and you know they're they're so ancient and have been through so many like hurricanes and you know just seen so much uh, stuff that's happened. They're all they're all pretty wickedly twisted and. Um, Great for climbing, not good for your sanity. Well, we're gonna need we're gonna need shovels. We're gonna need a hatchet or two so that we can cut through bar. And we don't even know if we're gonna be getting down in the right spot. There's a lot of area here. Is there any way we can figure out where she's buried? Like, uh, you think Mother Santiago can find out where or? Maybe Rose asked her for some sort of sign that she'll indicate where we should dig. Well, I did call her and didn't get a response. I'll, I'll kind of walk around the tree at different at different points. I mean, see if anything, I don't know, pulls at me or if I feel anything different. Uh, approximately what time was it last time when both Blackheart and, well, Blackheart showed up at some point in the evening and then Rose saw the ghost of Jeanette later on in that evening. Do we have an approximate time that those two events occurred? The the fight from the prior night? Right. Um, I think it was a little after 10 p.m. Is, Bla- is Blackheart, and then we made our way to the church after that when Rose saw. Wait, and that saw was around Jeanette. 11, I think, wasn't it? 
Yeah, that would have been pretty late. Um, Rose, with what you're attempting to do, try to make a, go ahead and make a power roll. Okay. Um, yes, made it. Okay. 71. So you definitely feel a connection with Jeanette um, and, and you feel like that this is the place. Like you, you, you feel a little bit of a certainty of like, this is, this is where we need to be to help Jeanette. But it, but you don't get a sense of where. Like this is the spot to dig right here. Yeah. Okay. So you think right there. I definitely feel like we're in the right place, but I don't know where to, to dig. Well, maybe she'll help us out when we start. Um, I'm thinking that we should play a little game of uh, uh, keep away when the uh, the ghost shows up. I'm that I, I I keep realizing how crazy this all sounds, but I think that if if ghost pirate shows up, us some of us need to play keep away with him so that he comes chasing after us. And then when he gets too close, the next person gets him to chase after them. And meanwhile, somebody's got to be digging this girl up. Well, the one, the one he seems to want is Rose. And then the, the, what you guys did to get him to chase you, you guys actually attacked him, right? Which didn't seem to do anything, but yeah. But I think if we can get him mad, he'll come after us and, yeah. He didn't seem to move any faster than a regular person moves. Right. But remember he could dematerialize in and out. Well, we just gotta be quick and clever. We also see that he didn't actually do any permanent damage to us. He hit my arm with Think for yourself. Weapons. Well, permanent damage, like I say. Oh. Um I shiver a little bit. Yeah, I'm, I'm still hurt, so I'm hoping it's not here. I'm. I was going to say, is there anything we could do to the ground? Because we don't have actually her exact spot. Can, is there any way to? I wouldn't say bless the ground, but well, how about things like communion wafers? Like maybe we could plant them in the ground at different spots. Well, that's that's very vampire movie thing. Uh, you're not going to be able to get communion wafers. Oh, okay. Well, Catholics believe that they're the body of Christ. They're not just going to hand them to you. You could steal them out of the tabernacle. If you're willing you're to break it, fill it with holy water, go up there and break <laughs> into the tabernacle. You're correct. You have to break in. It's open. We don't know. <laughs> We don't know that that would have any effect on him whatsoever. Well, to, be honest, to be honest with you, too, we still don't even know that we're doing the right thing right now, whether or not we're supposed to even dig her up. All she's told, all she says said, save me. Sure, she's saying, save me so that I can save you. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I understand that, but what does that mean? To what if we me? consecrate the ground? That's a good idea. Uh, that's, she what, kept, that's what John Jerry was saying. She she kept saying over and over again that it was so dark and she was trapped. So it sounds like she isn't, wherever she is, isn't in a good spot. Yeah. 
Well, as a Catholic, I'd say she's stuck in limbo because she was buried as if she were a suicide, but she's not a suicide. She should have been buried on holy ground, and she wasn't. So were I to venture a guess, I would say that burying her in the proper location or a, a duly appropriate location is probably a decent guess. That's that's my guess as a Catholic. Um, I, you're correct. You're correct, Chef. The ground here, and then she won't be an unconsecrated ground. But none of us are priests, so none of us can consecrate the ground. What about Mother um, Santiago? I don't even know if they do things like that in their their church. Um, no, is is a door here? Can we ask her? She, she's not with you. She was got her bells rung. Here's the thing. What? Well, this is a crazy idea. But what if we approached the city and said that our research shows that this girl's buried under this tree, and that she deserves to be exhumed and, and buried in, in a churchyard? Maybe we could get them to do that. It would take a while. There'd be red tape. It might be rejected. And you know what? I, I do keep coming back to it, Chef. This might all be the wrong thing to do. Who knows? It's like nuts. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't have an alternative suggestion. I mean, I do like the idea of maybe somehow... I don't know. What, what if we approach the priest? What if we approach the priest and then explain the situation? Depending on the right priest. Had him come out here and bless the tree. Bless the, the tree, ground. The ground. Bless the area. Yeah. Um, but will they listen to us knowing that she was a suspected suicide? I think if we, you know, they change their mind over time, maybe we can convince them that, uh, that the pirate murdered her and that she was wrongly accused because that's what our research tells us well she did she did jump out the window though well well she fell out that's the what they assume but maybe she got pushed out the window or she might have just tripped and fallen but but i mean again my point is is that we're hypothesizing we don't know that he killed her it's like we're we're assuming that she jumped out, was pushed, whatever. I don't know. Well, I'm out of ideas. Honestly, even if she was being chased by him and she jumped out the window, I, I'd hardly call that a suicide, even if it resulted in her death. She was just trying to get the hell away from him. Yeah, no, it's you and I agree on that, absolutely, but apparently the church doesn't. I'm not sure they investigated it very well. Um, I say we talked to Mother Santiago. She at least knows what's going on, and she's felt the power of this thing. She is more likely to help us than some random priest. I think we freaked her out. Yeah. So that might just nudge her toward our cause. Well, we can ask her. Maybe she knows what to do. Maybe we should just come back here in the middle of the night and dig up this damn tree. And that, uh, Chef, at this point, we're just trying whatever we can. Yeah, yeah, I understand. Um, but why don't we arm ourselves with something? Uh, we don't know what would affect this this pirate ghost. 
maybe we should all have some bottles of holy water. Torches. And he shows up, throw. Torches, throw. bells. He's shown a, a weakness for those. Remember, he disappeared when those trolley lights went through him. Well, that's true. Do we make sure we have lanterns? Make sure we... Uh... We can't like, carry bells around. Bells are huge things. Right. Yeah, plus, they would give our position away. So. School bells. Maybe we could ask Mother... Hey, who... look, trespassers. <laughs> you know, there's, a, there's another thing. God, I hate to say this, but we know at least one thing that has dealt with spirits before, and that's the voodoo connection. Hmm. Maybe there are other practitioners of voodoo in this town that uh, would know exactly what to do. I feel like we're playing uh, roulette with all the different religions we're involving. Well, our other our other options we could all move to Des Moines. <laughs> I just you know screw your ghost. <laughs> I hear, I hear they, where nothing weird ever happens. <laughs> I hear they drink more up north anyway. <laughs> no more swamp. No more of this eighty degree weather. Oh. 80. It is uh, August. It's daytime. It's uh, pushing 95 right now. It is terribly hot. So what are we? What are we agreeing to then? Are we coming back to to dig under the cover of darkness, or let's go talk to uh, Mother Santiago? If we decide to come back, we're going to bring some some holy water with us or something. A couple of crosses. Okay. If not her, then we can always go back to the convent and get one of them. That all sounds good to me. Cool. So you guys uh, can drive back to uh, the shining. I mean, where do you are you going back to the shining light? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's where we're headed next. Yeah, Mother Santiago hightailed it out of there, so you're not exactly sure where she went. So when we get to the shining light, she's not there. Well, when you get to the shining light, um, she she is there. Uh, she is there, and she is uh, up on her knees uh, up by the altar. And and as you open it, as the door opens, she jumps and she she turns around and she says, "Oh no, not you all again! Well, you brought that you bring that devil back with you? No, we want to get rid of that devil. I never felt nothing like that. I've been." I've been with Uzumati for a long time. I've I, I seen some and felt and, and talked to some strange things, but I never felt the power like that. Uh, Mother Santiago, that, that entity is somehow connected to the girl, Jeanette Dubois. No, Jeanette Duval. And we believe we know where Jeanette Duval is buried, in a tree, under a tree in City Park. And she was wrongly accused of, of a mortal sin against the church. And she was buried there. She says, yes, she's talked to us. She says she's in the darkness. And she, we think the only way to save her is to 
take her body from that tree and put it in the church ground. Um, and somehow that will drive away this evil spirit. Is there any way Uzumati can guide us to find the spot to dig because there's just too much to do? Oh, Lord, you, you're saying you want me to go with you to dig up that girl? Well, you don't have to come to dig. You just have to tell us where to dig. Uzumati, your spirit guide, can tell us where to dig. Oh, I don't. I don't want to never be around. Uh, I don't want to want to feel nothing like that ever again. Imagine how she must feel, ma'am. She's lost in the dark. for For two hundred years, she's been lost in the dark. She's vulnerable and she's hopeless. With no way to cast him down. That's why she needs our help. I think she's the thing that anchors him to this world. Let's make some uh, persuade rolls, Rose, and the honor. What's my persuade? If anybody else wants to chime in. You got a good persuade. 43. Is that a pass? 54. I made that. I missed it by three. Can I use three luck? I made mine. All right. Well, I wouldn't wish that on, on no poor girl. And from what you told me, he's been chasing her down, hunting her like an animal for hundreds of years. Yes. Oh, my goodness. I, I just don't know what to do. The only thing that upsets me more than this story is the dilapidated conditions of the church. She starts looking around. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we can come on the weekends and help you rebuild this place. <laughs> Everything's just, it's just such disrepair. Well, I'm, I'm certainly sure Miss Alice Thibodeau would be more than, more than pleased to contribute to, to this the state you find your establishment in. Oh, oh, Miss Alice is so generous and. Uh, and, and, and she, she like actually reaches now in her blouse and, and she pulls out this like, like a rolled up piece of paper or like a folded up piece of paper from what you presume to be her bazier. Uh, and, and, she, and she hands it to you, Remy, and she says, I, I, I was so besides myself uh, after that uh, traumatic incident from earlier today, uh, the only thing I could calm my mind is to make an extensive list of repairs and, and renovations, something to take my mind off of. <laughs> So I'll so I'll take the piece of paper and I'll I'll shake it out. <laughs> Open it up. <laughs> I, I certainly think that we we'd be able to help you with some of this. And you you see like a tally of all kinds of work that adds up to fifty dollars. <laughs> all right, we'll we'll certainly do our best. Uh, <laughs> fifty dollars, you crackpot! We can know. <laughs> The, the Lord says wherever two or more gathered in my name that I, I'll be there, but it sure does do to have nice accommodations for him. Uh, we can help with that. Yes, ma'am. Well, okay, okay then. Me, me and Uzumadi will lend our help. We'll do what we can. Well, should we go now? What is it? Probably about five. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I just thought of something else too. What are we going to do with the body once we dig it up? 
Uh, we're going to con- sneak it over to the churchyard and bury it in, in on holy ground. It's uh, that was that was the was it the old convent the where we first met that initial priest that was where the journal referenced her having should have been buried right. That's where she threw herself out of the window. Oh wait a second, people don't get buried in this town, do they? They get put in mausoleums. Mausoleums. Well, in that case, it's even easier. We just break into a mausoleum and put her body inside on one of the slabs. Hey, can you use some company? Easy peasy. <laughs> uh, it's easier than digging a grave in the middle of a churchyard. It's true. I don't know. I feel. I feel like we're committing sacrilege. I don't know. There's some. Isn't there a church bylaw or something that says you can't just? Oh yeah. That, now. You... Let's sneak in and bury you on cut. Now everything's going to be <laughs> like, uh, I'm not chef, gonna, the chef has actually, Kurt, what would I know of just with like the, with my law background? Would I know anything about, you know, just in case we're caught or <laughs> stuff like it's, I don't yeah. just, you can always say, look, they went that way. Yeah. It's official police it. business. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. I mean, you're, 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 you know, it's not trespassing because it is it is city property. Yeah. It also would be, you know, defacing city property. You also have a badge. Yeah. Officer, she was alive 10 minutes ago, I swear. Yeah, this is, this, essentially, this is your old <laughs> cold case. You are, a, you are a murder police after all. Yeah. Look, we're doing the city a favor. We're removing <laughs> the body from public property. We're doing you guys a favor. John Terry's okay, murder police. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We we promised to put the dirt back where we found it. So you know you you know if there if there is uh, any kind of encounter with the police if it's at night or whatever you you could you know probably hold your own in terms of explaining yeah. what you're doing maybe you know depending on who shows up. Um, uh, you guys were we're kind of circling around something that I think you already know, which is that. Um, the whole crux of this is that you are trying to, you know, essentially save Jeanette's soul in the afterlife from not being in, not, not you know, just being buried, you know, anywhere. So um, you well, kind of I mean, know what. We could, couldn't we still, I mean, we were talking about consecrating the ground that she was in. Can we still do that? Then she wouldn't be in unconsecrated ground. But how? I mean, we're... Well, that's why we have Mother Santiago, isn't it? Except Jeanette was a Catholic. Jeanette was a Catholic, so she might only accept a Catholic consecration. Well, we can try. Mother Santiago says, we can try to... She says, we can try to consecrate the ground. Okay, but if, if Hungry Ghost Pirate shows up, remember... We got to play, uh, you know, pickle with him, so uh, he can't get to any of us. Uh, and we're going to bring holy water and stuff. So Mother Santiago kind of goes and she goes behind the altar and she um, starts kind of almost like putting a kit together. She uh, she gets her Bible, 
Um, she gets like a, like a rattle with some beads on it. Um, she, uh, uh, she, uh, you know, bring, brings out some, she, she gets the beads that she was wearing from the church service that she had earlier and the, the necklace with the feathers and she puts that on as well. And she says, the Lord is ready and, and, and so am I. All right. And then we, we all head on over to City Park. Are we doing this during the day? There are still um, people around. Well, what... Um, does it seem like if, if, if Mother Santiago is going to bless the ground, we don't necessarily have to wait for dark. Yeah, and I'm not trying to talk you out of it. I'm just setting the scene. Right, I'm I'm just thinking it through. And if we're we're trying to get her to locate where we should dig, she should also be able to do that beforehand. So she doesn't need to be in the dark with us, unless she wants to be. What do y'all say? I say let's not wait for dark. Let's change who we're running to, Mister Horny Pirate Guy. Yeah, he ain't gonna show up until dark, probably, but. Yeah, let's uh, let's go there and see if we can't locate the lo- you know, get a feel for the location before uh, before dark, and maybe if we get a clue, we'll at least know where to d- dig when dark arrives. Right. Nobody will think anything of a religious person having some sort of religious thing under a tree in the middle of the park. Okay, so then we we get back to the park and. I assume you're going to retrace your steps and go back to where you yeah. were before. Okay. Tell her we're, we're pretty sure this is the tree. Are we gonna, we're going to bring digging equipment with us now or come Not back? yet, no. Now, it's, it's, at this point, it's actually um, it's, it's raining and it's pretty windy. I mentioned earlier that it was pretty windy. There were kids flying kites from you know, the, the wind coming off of Lake Train and stuff. That wind has really picked up. And it's a little bit, a little bit of a storm that's kind of starting to happen here. Oh, jeez. Well, at least the ground will be soft. Not, not uncommon at all for summer, right? You get that tropical heat rises up, makes clouds, and then it pours back down on you. It happens every day. So not surprising, but it does make for, uh, you know, less pleasant conditions. This is the tree over here, Mother Santiago. All right, so as you approach the tree, the wind does start whipping around and it actually starts whipping around the tree. Oh, and, and so you, you know that because there are like leaves and stuff that are, that are picking up, right. circling the, the tree. And that starts happening more and more. And then these like leaves and everything that's circling the tree kind of come together and guess who appears out of that wind. All right. Um, My future husband. Huh, leaf. <laughs> now he's a hungry leaf pirate. Um, you have terrible taste in men. I'm going to immediately pull out my bottle of holy water and fling holy water at him. Right, you're not that close yet. Okay. Well, I'm going to roll sanity for Mother Santiago. All right. She has. And she she actually holds up and she she kind of firms herself and she says, "You you get back, devil." And she starts, she takes out that, the rattle that she had and she starts like shaking it towards him. Okay. Um, and, he, and he's just standing near the, almost like guarding the tree. 
And he says, this is, and as you get, if you are still approaching, as you get a little bit closer, he says, this is your last chance. I will not warn you again. Leave her to me. She is mine. I'm, I'm going to step boldly forward and fling holy water at him now. Okay. And he's going to, st- if you get close enough to fling holy water, he's going to step up to engage you. Okay. Okay. Um, well, I'm going to keep backing away from him if he's walking towards me. Well, the, ho- the holy water then does not seem to have an effect on him. He is walking now towards you. What are the rest of you doing? And it, where did you get holy water, by the way? From the church. From St. Louis Cathedral? Yeah. Okay. So we say you, you brought, you took some with you. Um, well, I said that we, we were going to arm ourselves with that. So we would have picked it up along the way. Okay. I would have just had a, like a medicine bottle that I would have filled on the, in the inside the church. and Yeah. You probably stopped at Walmart. Yeah. An old whiskey bottle. For all your, um, apost- your, all your apostatelic needs. Be gone, evil spirit, in the name of Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't know him. He says to you in French. And he begins to draw his sword. What are the rest of you doing? I will yell out to Mother Santiago, um, quickly, consecrate the ground. So as the, as the wind is um, blowing around, again, get, get heavier and heavier, there, there is nobody around. Everybody kind of left the park when when the rain started. Um, so you're kind of escorting Mother Santiago cl- closer to the tree and she's starting to chant in, in Choctaw. And she is, uh, she's got, uh, she takes out her Bible and she starts reading that. And then she takes out the rattle and she starts kind of waving it around a little bit, switching almost back in between reading from the Bible. And uh, as you know, as, as she's now n- near the, the tree, um, what are the rest of you doing? Um, John Jerry? What I'm going to try to do is try to stand in front of her, try to protect her. Um, actually, I know I tried shooting the ghost last time. That didn't work, obviously. So Bullets didn't seem to, to work on, on the Blackheart last time. Um, so you then are, are going back by, and, and the, the, the Blackheart seems to be um, approaching Le- like Leon as he's moving back. He drew his sword, but now once he hears the, the chanting, he turns... Yeah. You know, he turn he turns on on Mother Santiago. Yeah, and I'm like, hey, still- hey, ghost, hey, hey, ghost. Okay, well, I'm gonna try to stand in front of her and protect her. So that's I'm trying to keep his attention. Rose, I'm going to start going. Yoo-hoo, yoo-hoo. And, and he sees you. He says, "You again? Me? <laughs> I, thought I, I thought I finished you last night." Mm-mm. Chef, show a little leg, Rose. Mm-hmm. It wants to run you through. <laughs> so Rose is going to an interesting Betty Boop routine. <laughs> uh, I'm distracted by Rose right now. Uh, <laughs> well, it's a good thing Alice isn't here. <laughs> but I will um, take out my paring knife and help uh, John Jerry and Leon to stand in between the mother and the pirate. Okay. So he does give his attention to, to Rose for just a moment, but then as Mother Santiago, like as, as her, as her, you know, her thing that she's doing, her ritual or whatever, it, she's getting louder. Um, he actually now, it, it's almost like he's pulled towards her okay. and then he, he actually um, charges with his sword. 
Um, at this point, I should be behind the ghost. I'm going to try and run into the ghost. Okay, you're going to try to tackle him? or Sort of, yeah. I, I don't expect there to be anything there, but I'm going to try to disrupt him in some way. If he's um, attacking, he's more likely to be a salad right now. I just, I'm just trying to get him to chase me or, or, or change his attention so that I'm, gonna, I'm also going to try to keep away from him if he swings that fucking sword at me. He's yelling, stop, to Mother Santiago. He says, stop or die. And he's headed towards her, sword drawn. So, right. so it's up to you, Leo. Are you, are you in, he's not going to be distracted by you. You can either kind of try to grapple him. Or yeah, I'm going to try to grapple him and pull him away, if that's possible. Okay. At least I'm going to try it. Okay, so if you can do that as well, I will, I will jump in as well. Well, I don't know if he's told me whether I can do it or not. There might not yeah. be. Yeah. <laughs> and you guys remember this? right through him. It, once he materialized last time, you remember this, even though like you, you, it was dark and foggy. So you're not sure like what happened to your bullets if they went through him or stopped. Yeah. But he, by all accounts, he seemed to be physical. Like you, you were not seeing through him really. Okay. Uh, he seems like formed from a black mass. And, and he's, he's got clothes, right? So yeah. probably big Victorian looking things. So I'm, I'm, I'm just going to try to pull him away. Okay. And then uh, sure. Judge, are you also going to kind of grab yeah. him from, from the other side? Yeah. Okay. Um, so as you, move to, as you move towards him to do that, he's going to, he's going to swing on you. Um, so you got Leon coming from one side, John Jerry coming from the front. It, it looks like you guys are just going on an all last ditch effort to just try to subdue him before right. he can yeah. get Santiago. But we're also aware that he can swing that sword at us. So we're going to try to dodge that if he tries to. Okay, so here's what's going to happen. Leon, um, Leon, you make a power roll. Woo. 15. Okay. Nice. What, what degree of success is that? Well, uh, that is almost an extreme. It was About hard? 60. Yeah, it was hard. Okay. Um, John Jerry, you make a luck roll to see if Leon engages him before he got a chance. I failed the luck roll. Uh, Something out of a 60. Okay. Uh, see if you can make a dodge roll. I failed the dodge. Ooh, uh, 97. Wow. Okay. Wow, that sucks. All right. You are right up his nose. Yeah. I said stay out of his reach, John Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> I grapple Leon. Sorry. Pay attention. <laughs> Okay, John Jerry, you are going to take three points of damage Ooh. as you, you were hit with a sword. Chef, Ramy, help us distract this bastard. Leon, as, as you grab him, you're, you're actually almost like, you feel like kind of, almost like your life force starting to drain out of you, like when you engage him last night, but okay. you're able to actually push back this time. Okay. And and he, and he just he just roars in, in, in anger, and as, as he does, just the rain is now pelting and it's like almost like near hurricane condition out here right now okay. um okay. all right what's chef and ramey doing wait waiting to see how this turns out <laughs> okay, so, so yeah you guys, kind of, you guys were kind of teepeed around like like a tripod around 
Right. So and John Terry broke the tripod, ran. You see both, you know, you see him and Leon engage Blackheart. Mother Santiago's still doing her thing. Um, what are you guys doing? All right. So I'm, I, I'm also in front of Blackheart, right? Because I'm the closest to Mother Santiago at this point. Um, so I guess I'll, I'll just kind of yell to her, keep going, and then I'll charge Blackheart as well. Okay. Yeah, so you see, you see John Jerry get hit with the sword. He kind of he kind of falls down to his knees. Um, he Blackheart's roaring, uh, roaring in anger, and and Leon is also screaming. Yeah. And so, what what are you going to do? Are you also going to try to just yep stop, same stop same yeah same thing that Leon did, but from the front, right? So just trying to ta- basically tackle him, and and if we can use that momentum to bring him to the ground. Okay, yeah. I, I'm trying to hook my arm over his arm so that I've got his sword arm. Okay, um, let's see. Because uh, let I can see Remy coming, and I don't want him to get swung at. Okay, like John I'll... Jerry just did. <laughs> cool. All right, now I've got I've got the deck sword here too, so I'm trying to kind of stick to that. Um, so Rose, as all the, as you see um, the melee that's happening, are you going to do anything else? You're going to kind of stand back. I'm going to shine my torch on him. Okay. All right. So you kind of illuminate the scene, but it, it doesn't seem to have any immediate effect. Remy, as you um, as you join this dog pile, go ahead and roll power. I'm going to give you a bonus die. Okay. That is uh, 65. So I can re-roll the, the one though, right? Yes. You roll your, your tens. 35. Got it on the second try. Okay. Is that a regular success? It is a regular success, yes. Okay. So as you... As you kind of like grab grab on to, you know, into, into the dog pile here, you immediately feel um, like kind of this contest of of wills going on with the black heart. It kind of like almost like tendrils into your soul is the best way to describe it, and and kind of and kind of rips out. And um, you are going to take, um, you're going to take uh, your your constitution is temporarily going to drop ten points as you just feel like these tendrils going into your into your soul and, and pulling back out. Okay. Okay. Um, Chef? Leon has successfully grappled him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, both both Leon and, and Remy are now holding on to him. And they're, they're, uh, everybody's screaming. And, and uh, so just there's this whole cacophony of uh, the Blackheart roaring and, and Leon and, and Remy screaming and Mother Santiago doing doing her thing. Hmm. I don't... So I was going to use my knife and try to cut him, but uh, with everybody dogpiling on him, it doesn't seem like that's a wise idea. So I'm, I think I'm just going to hold my action and, and stand still in between everybody and, and Mother Santiago as like the next line of defense, I guess. Okay. Um, Leon, go ahead and make a, let's make another power roll. And you, you said your, your intention is to go to try and like kind of trap his arm and, and pull his sword or get his sword. Yeah, I think that Remy and I both are trying to sort of grapple him to keep him away from Mother Mother uh, Santiago. So. Okay. Yeah, I want to keep him from swinging his sword. 
51 out of 60. So I, I passed, but it's just a regular. Okay. I rolled a one. Um, so you now are the, the, this tide of contests of wills is starting to turn against you. Um, he is starting to gain strength and um, you are going to take um, your constitution is going to drop by 14. Oh, all, all of a sudden you feel extremely weak, but you're able to hold on. Um, John Jerry, you are, you are hurt, but you're, you're able to, to act. And, and as before with the other injuries that occurred from the sword, it feels like you were just cut open. Mm-hmm. But if you kind of recover from that in the moment and see that you are not actually bleeding but, but, or feeling hurt, but you're able to act. Okay. I am going to actually try to, try to grapple in the game. Even maybe go for a sword arm. I try to because Leon was on him, if I could try to even grab a hold of a sword arm, even maybe try to take a sword out of his hand. Okay. Uh, so let's make a power roll. Uh, I failed by seven. Okay. So as you grab onto him, um, you feel almost like an an explosion of like these these tendrils kind of come into your soul. They expand. Um, what what is your current constitution? Uh, forty. I'm actually down. Uh, ten. Okay. So you're gonna, four. Okay. So you're gonna drop it in six. Drop how much? Sorry. Six. Okay. And as this as you feel this spread out in front of you all of a sudden you you fall into leon and remy and you all dogpile and you see just this explosion of dust happen around you this black dust and the wind dies and the rain continues and everything gets very quiet for a moment mother santiago falls to her knees And she says the ground is is blessed. Sorry, guys. Didn't on you. Oh, I feel sick. Just, <laughs> just look at everyone and go, is everyone okay? That it? Did we do it? I'm going to help up Mother Santiago to her feet. Well, I don't know. We've driven it away for now, I think. Like Rose said, it can dematerialize and rematerialize. Let's make sure it doesn't just pop up behind us. So you're all starting to kind of look around as the wind dies. And those of you that took the Constitution loss, you just feel like everything inside of you, every last bit of energy has just been ripped away. Um, Mother Santiago is, um, she's crying. Um, you, you can also see just, just that she is also been through her own type of ordeal. Um, and, and then what you see off of your peripheral vision, um, about 10 yards away from um, the, the, the trunk of the tree, you actually see a glow and you see the, fi- the figure of Jeanette Duval floating in the air and she smiles and fades away. 
And Rose, you can feel and you know in your soul that she has passed on, finally. Serve me, Sarabate. She's safe now. Yeah, well, I need some coffee with chicory. I need a drink. Stiff stiff drink at my place. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Stiff drink and a weak sleep. So what's next? What's next, folks? Vampires? We've done the zombies. Now we've done the the pirate ghost. Yes, New Orleans, we need vampires. But they'll have to be be sexy, sensitive vampires. (laughs) Yeah. We've already had a horny pirate, so... (laughs) All right, so let's um, let's talk through the story and uh, real quick, and then we'll, I, I do want to do one quick epilogue, um, and then uh, yeah, and we'll call it. Okay. Um, so you guys, you guys actually had it pretty pretty early on. Um, you, you guys kind of sorted it out. You you got to the conclusion that um, that ultimately what you needed to do is free free Jeanette Saul one way or another. Um, Claude Lefebvre, uh, back when they were still alive, he saw Jeanette around town um pursued her as as his bride uh to for as as a as one of the casket girls um she was repulsed by him and and turned him down even though the uh the nuns wanted her to find a husband um one night he broke into the convent and was going to take her by force and his pursuit of her up the stairs down the hall that led to her you know did she jump on purpose because it was her last resort was she looking backwards and crashed through the window and fell to her death? We don't exactly know, but one way or another, he, he chased her to her death. Uh, assuming it was a suicide and looking to cover up a scandal, they brought her out and buried her under suicide oak. And, uh, and, and he continued, he was a, Claude is a, a wraith. And he continued to pursue her in the af- afterlife. I so see. you guys had it pretty much figured out. Um, you just weren't, weren't really sure what, you know, how, you know, how, what, where you needed to bring the investigation. A couple things would have worked here. Um, you guys got pretty creative on having Mother Santiago come to consecrate the ground. Um, it could have also dug up her bones and um, put them in the, in, the, in the casket or put them in some other type of, uh, you know, receptacle and, and bury her somewhere that, where, like you talked about. Um, basically, the, the only way to, to really, everything that, when, in fighting the Blackheart, um, there's no way to really damage him physically. Um, he's running off of magic points. And so whenever he would cut somebody with the sword, he's spending magic. Whenever he, you would beat him in a power test, he would lose magic. So the way to dispel him is either evade him or bring him down to zero magic points, in which case he'll be able to rematerialize. The only way to like defeat him is to save Jeanette. Um, your constitution damage will, will, you'll feel better every day until you're back to normal and, and your damage will heal as well per, per usual. So by the time we get to next game, you'll be back to fully healed. Um, How about sanity? Do we get sanity back because we succeeded in? Yes. So here's your sanity awards. Uh, for saving Jeanette, you can roll 1d6. Three. Big six. For, um, now this isn't going to take you back over, you know, where your, your max was before, you know, before you, you, you started this campaign. But for fighting off Claude Lefebvre, you get one D8. 
I got one point as well. That sucks. And you also get... I got one too. You also get a... Everyone also gets a a 5% bonus to your credit rating score for um, saving Alice and, uh, and, and, you know, you're going to, you're going to be a little bit easier to move around New Orleans high society now. Minus, minus a 4% tithe to the church of Mother Santiago. (laughs) The Shining Spiritual Congregation. (laughs) That's right. That's a pretty hefty list. (laughs) So I'll get bills in the mail. For spiritual services. Okay. Um, for the, uh, whatever GM says is the way that it goes. But for the record, you can go over your original sa- uh, sanity. Okay. You just can't go over your max sanity, which has to do with your Cthulhu mythos. Yeah, that's, that's, that's totally fine. All right. So, you know, things... Um, Things get back to, so epilogue. Um, things get back to perfectly normal. Uh, no, not at all. Um, you guys are still pretty, pretty affected by, you know, everything that you've been through over, over these past few months. And, um, you know, you guys can decide how, you know, how going forward you want to keep in touch with each other or give each other some space. Um, but about, so this is in August. And about a month later, so we're getting into kind of late September. Um, John Jerry, one night you get home from work and you're home. Okay, it's hello? Late. It's late because it, you know, you're getting off like a, a, off a late shift. So it's kind of Yeah, late. yeah. Can't pick it up. I say, hello, who is this? What's going on? Is this Sanderson? Speaking. Who's this? It's John LaGrasse. Oh. We met. A little while back at oh, yeah. party. Yeah. How can I help you? I have a question for you. Are you are you ready to start to learn the truth? Yes, most definitely. Okay. We need to meet. Sounds good. When and where? Two nights from now. Musée Conti. The Wax Museum. Okay. Can you bring the others? Definitely. 10 p.m. I'll be there to let you in. Perfect. See you then. And the phone goes dead. And that's where we're going to call it. Okay. What happened to the chef? Well, it's up to chef. Gets killed. Well, I was going to say, he doesn't continue into the next story, does he? Yeah, I, I just uh, retired at my restaurant. I'm always open if you guys want to stop in for... Ooh. Well, hopefully, hopefully Chef will be back for season two. <laughs> All right. That was a lot of fun. Hey, uh, Kurt, I got one more question for you. Yeah. Um, now, maybe this ties in with the next one, so if, if that's going to spoil anything, then obviously I don't want to know that, but at the very beginning of this, you said, and I think you also alluded to the dark figure that Rose ran, ran into, but you said that I received a card, like a get well card with a green crescent. Is when that... you came, 
when you came to in the hospital uh, after your uh, after your treatment, uh, there was a lot of cards, balloons, well-wishers. And there was one card that wasn't signed that said, Chef, get well soon, and just was signed with a green crescent. Mm -hmm. Does that have any significance to me or no? Not as of yet. Okay. Hopefully you'll be back for season two. <laughs> All right. All right, folks. Um, our players include Joshua Hoot, Kim Smeltzer, Jeff Wilkins, Greg Malcolm, and myself with Kurt LeBlanc as the Keeper of the Secrets. The music we're using for this campaign is Save My Soul by Big Bad Voodoo Daddy. Uh, they're kind enough to give us permission to use it. I've put a link to their YouTube channel in the description below. We're currently producing four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production uh, in, post in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our show free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you'd like to become a patron, visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel for updates on our latest shows and leave us some comments we like reading them. This is Thomas Rayleigh. Uh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of HP Lovecraft and Call of Duty both playing games. Until next time, good luck. Good game.